a straw hat. In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's selling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing Out Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Xander, and here with me is Kami Matt. Matt, how are you doing today? Ahoy. I am doing just fine, feeling like the Kami. So now for the rest of the uh, of the episode, you have to call me Kami Matt. Kami Matt? No, super Kami Matt. <laughs> call me Kami. <laughs> I was trying to go for like super mega Kami guru. And you went for Carly Rae Jepsen, but I'm not upset, really. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, is Sailing All Blue, the podcast that's not a Carly Rae Jepsen fan cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we have some energy today. I've been sick for the last week, so I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about Wapples adventures. Oh, I love Wapples. Oh, I love the Wapple adventure. All right, but we're not. The content, though, is uh, what are we doing today, Xander? Today, uh, we are covering our chapter assignments of 253 to 262, which you told me this is a lot of chapters. <laughs> it It's pretty dense. So we do this about chapters like kind of frequently. It's just that there is a lot in these chapters. So if this is your like drive to and from work podcast, uh, this episode should get you there and back. <laughs> Should we should we just jump right into this right in the 253 verse? Yeah, we're going to get right into 253. So the Shandians, uh, which are like the guerrilla warfare people, they're they're not doing well against the remaining vassals and their dog. Is the dog like technically a vassal? Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We the dogs need some retribution and the fact that we have a kick ass dog. Let's go. You know what the dog reminds me of? Like in both like how it looks uh, like you want to take a guess and like what my brain is going to associate this with. I, that's right. It's a dog from Orange Town. That's that was what I was thinking. But I thought <laughs> you had to be going somewhere else with it. Yeah, he does look like a giant version of the dog from Orange Town. He really does. It absolutely does. Like my my first thing i was going to make a a joke with the dog guy from naruto but i don't know his name or the dog's name so kiba yeah but i don't think that's what the dog looks like i don't know what the dog looks like offhand i know there's like a whole bunch of ninja dogs in naruto especially if you get into filler but yeah it looks like a giant version of anyway um oda continues to be a dick to dogs because the dog (laughs) is like the only one who gets beat up (laughs) oh no anyway there's this like woo sound and the vassals leave because Kami Enru is calling. So we, we go to the Straw Hats and they're cooking food, like kind of bored. And Nami has a recap meeting, which is perfect for us. Yeah. Because <laughs> then we get to cover the recap meeting, which means we get to level set everything for the listeners. Also, like Nami's got glasses on. Where did she even get those glasses? Um, They're they're sky glasses. Oh, yes. Yeah, sky glasses. Yeah, yeah, they just found them. It's just sky glasses. Yeah. So Na- Nami's recap is uh, Nolan claimed to find El Dorado 400 years ago on Jaya. But when he came back, he found it gone uh, and everyone called him a liar. Skypea is the fragment of Jaya that they suspect was launched by the knockup stream. So uh, Nolan's log talked about gold ingots shaped like a bell. And the end of Nolan's log is I saw gold in the skull's right eye. 
So Nami takes the giant Skypea maps, puts them together, resulting shape looks like a skull. And Usopp, to his credit, is the first to recognize that the upper yard is the right eye. Whoa. Whoa. So, yeah, so this is where the gold should be. There's probably a bunch of gold here. We know we're in the right spot. So, so anyway, recap over. Time to party. So the girls want safety and the guys want a bonfire. Five versus two bonfire wins. Uh, and everyone's having a good time, like this bunch of dancing. I I haven't seen the anime, but I feel like there's probably an extended dance sequence here. Yeah, there, there's a bit I want to point out. So, you know, the two the you know, the two thirds panel that we get of them dancing around the bonfire. Yeah. Um, the imagery in this is very important. So we're going to use this as a mystery tool. We'll use later. Yeah. It's actually just like a full like single page. But it's also what's interesting is that you've got Robin off on the side just watching it. Yeah, she's separate from the group. Why? Curious. Yeah, and eventually Zolo like goes over and he's like by her drinking, you know, drinking some rum. And Ganfer shows up and he's like, you know, he wakes up, he comes over and he he gets all like weird and philosophical and stuff. He's like, the soil is Vars, precious to those in the sky. And the gorillas are talking about Vars and they say they want to return Shandia to the state it was 400 years ago. Hey, 400 years ago, that's when Nolan claimed to have found El Dorado. So anyway, Usopp wakes up to go take a leak, and there's like these sounds of hammering going on in the mist, and he investigates, and the others find him like passed out. But like before we wrap up, like whatever that was besides establishing time, we cut to the vassals. So we see the remaining three vassals uh, at the temple all arguing about who is stronger and whose challenge is better. <laughs> We've got uh, Ohm, who ha- who's bald with a big sword. Uh, so he's obviously the Zolo fight, going to be a Zolo fight later. Uh, we have Gidatsu, who's got like a coup hair and constantly posing. He's so cool. That'll be important later. Yeah, he's my favorite. <laughs> he, is, he is constantly trying to do a cool pose. So anyway, Commander Yama tells them to be, uh, who's this like big old woman who's like the commander of the forces. She's like the general or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the heavenly warriors commander, whatever that means. Yeah. Anyway, they're like, you know, respect the respect the almighty Kami. And interesting, Shura points to the throne and goes like, where is Mr. High and Mighty anyway? There's just this like weird lack of respect from the higher ups to the Kami throne. It's like, gotcha. Of this monk looking dude jumps in and he, with a bunch of like flips his big staff moves, knocks uh, knocks them around until like uh, he lands leisurely on the throne, which the throne is just a really big couch. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's just this, like, it's just like this like big lounger. He's like, did someone say Kami? And we have Skypea's one and only Kami Inaru. Inaru. So he's he's got this like shirtless monk thing going on. He's got a do rag. He has these like big puffy harem pants uh, with like a stripe with a stripe and polka dot design. He's got a big ring attached to his back with a bunch of like drum things. There's it's some Japanese like Japanese or Buddhist like symbolism thing that I'm not super familiar with, but it's like the three, the three dots. And also he has earlobes that are long, long. They are, they are so long. I was told, Hey, Enel has long earlobes. 
I was like, okay, they're they're probably gonna be long. We've seen some people with like some longer earlobes. No, earlobes hang low. Do they wobble to, to the, the floor? floor? Can, Can you, you tie, tie them in a knot? Can you tie them in a bow? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Yeah, he's he's just like chilling. His attitude is not what I expected because he tells the, the vassals you need more training unless you want to end up like Satori. And like they talk back to him and they all act really friendly. Like that group of friends where one of them is clearly like in charge and he's the alpha, but like they don't like defer or worship him. And there are these like servant girls there waiting on him, just like watching this whole thing. And they're just like, yeah, another fucking day. I love Anel so much because uh, Anel's great. Anel is what makes this arc so good. But I absolutely love how much of an asshole Anel comes across. And it's him just biting into an apple. Oh, yeah. If you bite into an into an apple like that. Uh, you are automatically a dick. It's just the rules of fiction. Right, because like when he bites in the apple, what does he say? He's like, let us set out on a journey to the world of our dreams. Munch. <laughs> like, what a punk. Well, look, the key thing there that's interesting is he talks about how uh, Maxim is almost complete. And when it is, this island won't matter. What is Maxim? Ooh, Ooh I don't know. Uh, as of, so he goes as of tomorrow, the whole upper yard is open to them. Any challenge anywhere, no limits, no rules. And so like clearly he's whatever like game that they were playing. He's like, yeah, no, like, no, just kill everyone. <laughs> just we're, we're, we're done here, yeah. boys. Wrap it up. He also confirms that like he knows the straw hats are after the gold. And confirms the whole like Jaya Skypea theory. So it's just good to have like someone who would know confirm it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Usopp wakes up and he claims that there was someone there as everyone finds the merry go repaired. It, it's no longer flying more, but it's way more arm- armored. <laughs> yeah, this thing looks like a patchwork. <laughs> oh, yeah. Importantly, Usopp sighs and says and says to the masthead, I wish you could talk, Mary. It's like, is this is this technically an Usopp lie? I wish Mary could talk. We'll find out. But I wonder who he saw. I wonder how yep. the boat got repaired. Pretty creepy. <laughs> They're on a skull island. Like Island haunted. Island haunted. Pack it up. So we have we have the group divide once again into two teams. We have escape team of Nami, Sanji, and Usopp. Forget to get the merry getaway into position and the search team of Luffy, Robin, uh, Zolo and Chopper to get the gold. So uh, Zolo immediately starts heading the wrong way. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. <laughs> and this is actually very important because one, I think it's the first time anyone acknowledges how bad Zolo is with directions. Like beyond the meta joke of just always getting lost there. Like, no. Zolo, you like in, in canon, you always get lost. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone acknowledges it and now like actively watches for it. But yeah, but very importantly, Luffy also doesn't have a good idea of where to go. And in order to get the two of them to stop arguing, Robin makes up uh, that it's a different direction <laughs> so that they head a certain way. This will be important later. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery tool will come back to <laughs> this is something we'll come back to uh anyway a giant sky anaconda catfish appears <laughs> yeah yeah just the a giant sky anaconda <laughs> sky anaconda catfish which this thing is 
huge like picture like a like um audience please picture like a three-story building uh that's his that's the head picture the anaconda from the movie anaconda (laughs) it's bigger than that it's like three of those it's a big big old snake (laughs) because we know that all of you are familiar with the classic movie anaconda of course who hasn't seen it (laughs) on the cfi channel yeah luffy (laughs) says run and with a big laughing sm- was wasn't anaconda theatrical release i'm sorry i have to now uh, I anaconda think- i i don't know if it no i don't think that had an let, hold on we'll pause we'll look this up we have to know this is uh, clearly the anaconda fan to cast right now oh no like the original anaconda movie is from like 97 like that that predates Seafy. yeah but was it theatrical yeah it was theatrical in 97 it had ice okay. cube and j-lo in it <laughs> for some reason i i looking at this i only remember trailers f- seeing trailers for anaconda 2 and, and that mo- that movie was 2004 and now i just feel old so we're gonna go on <laughs> to luffy yelling run with a big laughing smile on his face chopper freaking out robin's like passively curious like she is and zolo's gonna cut it up so luffy kicks it and the anacatfish which is now its name bites a tree and it's poison dissolves it so the run forward now becomes actual runaway so robin summons hands to smack the creature into trees as they're escaping but everyone ends up separated and so this is really bad because again luffy has the wrong idea about where to go from the zolo incident and Zolo is just Zolo. <laughs> Zoro is just just there. <laughs> uh, so we cut to the escape crew and they're using the dial ship to move the Marigo along. So it's slow going and they give Gan for his medicine. And he launches into a stay a while and listen. Shall I tell you a bit about the history of this land? Oh, please do. <laughs> well, we already had a choice. So the upper yard got blasted onto Skypea with the Shandians. And the Skypeans colonized it. And then six years ago from another Sky Island, Eneru showed up and took over. I'm sorry, Kami Eneru. We gotta say the whole thing. Gotta say the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's like a pip name slick back. Gotta say the whole thing. So now we actually shift into sad backstory black background. And we see Wiper and Ganfor arguing about returning the upper yard to the Shandians. And like at this point, the indigenous people theming of the Shandians is just like a little too on the nose here. Yeah, the the Shandians are also remembering this and the flashback fades out with Wiper remembering it and the Shandians readying for like the next day's attack. And Kami Eneru is laughing as he readies for the show. So he explains to one of his servant girls the state of the different forces. You've got the three vassals plus Yami, Yama and the 50 Heavenly Guards. Uh, you've got the Shandians, you've got the Straw Hats. And so there's like 80, like 84 people. He explains to one of his servant girls, uh, he, he controls her into like taking bets. He's like, you, how, how many people do you think will still be here in like three hours? Like, oh, I don't know. And like a, some like brown nosing priest jumps in. He's like, ah, oh, I think 50. And uh, Kami Enru's bet, serious face, done five. Womp, womp, womp. What? Like, he doesn't have, like, that means that, like, most of his people get knocked out, too. <laughs> so, anyway, the Shandians run into Shura at his string challenge, and all of a sudden they can't move. Welcome! This challenge has a 3% survival rate. 
Uh, so the place is covered in like little string clouds that uh, catch you. So Wiper drops in. He gets a hand on Shura, similar to what Satori was doing in the last reading. And Shura goes, impact dial? Wiper says, something stronger. And then yells, reject, with the same like intense impact effect. And it locks Shura completely out. And we're, we're already one down in the survival game. Ganfor starts doing something that he or Konus's dad should have done like a dozen chapters ago and show off the impact dial. So the impact dial can store force and then release it later. So everyone is basically using a real, you know, those hand buzzers that clowns have. Everyone's using just souped up versions of those <laughs> to mimic to basically like pretend that they're using devil fruits and shit. And it's 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 just the equivalent of that. It's all like smoke and mirrors. Now we know. Now we know the answer. We asked uh, the last episode with our f- favorite ball boy. Yeah. Are they devil fruit users? The answer is no. No, they are not. No, they are not. He's just really good with balls. <laughs> anyway, there are other more powerful dials like the reject dial. That's 10 times the force, but much more dangerous for the user. So, you know, basically what wiper was using. Uh, then we have like the dichotomy of dials, you know, the heat dial can either be used for uh, peacefully and used to cook food or it can make a heat lance like Shura's. Um, so like all the devil fruit uh, seeming stuff has been explained. But then Sanji asked the question that we've had, which is, so what is mantra then? It's like, glad you asked, Sanji. Exposition night continues with mantra is the power to listen. Everything emits a voice and mantra lets you listen to it. The vassals can hear the entire upper yard and Kami Enaru can hear the whole country. Uh, you know, this is, huh, that's kind of reminiscent of Zolo in the Mr. One fight back in Alabasta. Where you could hear, like, steel. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Maybe. So if, if, like, things have a voice. Crazy. Yeah. Mr. Tool, news later. <laughs> Mr. Tool, we're already using. <laughs> oh, God. you don't even know. We have a thousand oh. chapters. God damn it. <laughs> so back back to the Shandians. Uh, they split up so that they can't be caught like that again. Uh, where, you know, like one person wipes them all out. So they start skirmishing with the elite of Kami Enaru's Heavenly Guard. And the first one we see has an axe dial, which is so rare it can't be found in Skypea. And earlobes like about a third of Kami Enaru's, so they go down to his shoulders. So, <laughs> like we're we're seeing really dumb dials. What's important is like we have a dial that can actually cut, and it's also we have dial. There are dials that aren't found on Skypea. Yeah, so, so so it's just letting us know like, hey, there's a dial for pretty much everything. If you're questioning like, hey, how are they doing this? Just assume a dial <laughs> until yeah. told otherwise is uh, what I have pulled from like most things in Skypea is it's probably a dial. Yeah, dials seem a bit overpowered and kind of the thing you wouldn't want to introduce to a setting. So I'm curious how much dial use there is going forward, especially because they were something that are supposed to be kind of exclusive to the white, white sea. So yeah. and we get Luffy's famous Baka song. Uh, which I will send you a rendition of it after this episode so you can truly understand the beauty of this uh, scene that is that we only get like a panel of. Yeah, like the last couple pages of this chapter are uh, Luffy hears a goat, a goat in the jungle is weird, let's check it out. 
and like he punches instinctively and accidentally hits a Shandian and he looks over and Wiper is right there. Is is this where like the Baka song comes from? So like as he's walking, he's singing. So if you notice in some of the text bubbles, there's like little musical notes. Yeah, uh, that that's the Baka song. Ah, there's there's some anime original things we're missing out on. Yeah, we're we're missing a few things, but it's essentially the same thing where Island to the North is oh so cool. My head is empty and I'm a fool. And he just goes, bye. It's great. I'll, I'll send it to you uh, after this. It'll be part of your homework assignment. Yeah, I'm <laughs> once again glad that we're reading Skypea instead of watching Skypea. <laughs> so we see a map of the search cruise route. Uh, and so we have Robin went straight like she was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Zolo going the opposite direction in a zigzag. Chopper is like all over the place running like side to side. But he's at least running in the direction. Yeah, he's running in the correct direction, but in a, a frightened zigzag. And Luffy is going straight, but he's like skewed. He's he's just like 60 degrees off route. So anyway, uh, Chopper like runs into the middle of a Shandian versus Heavenly Guard battle. And he's just like Chibi mode, just like walking through, like, like holding his hat down, like, don't mind me. <laughs> just laying low. So uh, Robin finds some interesting ruins and gets attacked by one of the goat men from the Heavenly Guard. Uh, probably like what Luffy heard. And she pels him. That's a verb now. She just she just literally cracks his whole body to death. Yeah. Dude when she dead. just like. Yeah. When she just bunch of hands come out and like wrap you like wrap you in a cocoon and you're done. Like you're, yeah. you've been pelled. <laughs> so anyway, uh, for no reason. Wiper and Luffy square up to fight and it, it just like makes no sense. But whatever. We're doing this, apparently. Like, yeah, uh, look, look, that dude is angry. He wants to punch something. And Luffy's always just down for a fight. He's like, yo, bro, you want to throw hands? I have hands to throw. Let's go. Like the fact that Wiper just throws hands with everybody seems super counterproductive to the guy who's like the leader of a movement. Anyway, uh, some Shandians run into Zolo, too. And like he's like he he uh, one hit smacks him with a scabbard. He's like, who are you guys anyway? And one of like the named characters shows up and he pulls out two guns to fight Zolo. And since they've recognized each other as named characters, they begin an honorable duel. So we get like a rare. There's there's a lot of fights in this reading. Actually, we get this <laughs> rare like Zolo versus non sword fighter fight. With a ton of like zipping around and pot shots and Zolo goes full stupid and has this whole speech that while you may have pistols, I have a cannon and the guy is just kind of like, what? (laughs) And the cannon is a flying sword strike. (laughs) I love Zoro. It's it's so good. So funny. It's like the force of a cannon. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it, it's kind of anticlimactic. It's it's whatever. So anyway, we cut to Sanji getting sky lasered by Kami Enaru, who shows up on the merry-go to say hi. So Usopp's freaking out, and with a forehead like donk, like just tap the forehead, Usopp also gets burned and knocked out. And he's like, basically, he's here to gloat to Ganfor that his work is almost done, and soon he won't need the island anymore. Uh, and it turns out he wants the gold from legendary Shandora, you know the the El Dorado too, so whoever survives will take the gold, <laughs> and he then disappears in a flash. Behind them, so he like teleported. 
Uh, behind them, they hear like what sounds like laughing, which we'll get to later. Yeah, it's so good. So we go we go back to uh, Luffy and Wiper finally, uh, where Luffy continues to rubber bounce Wiper's rocket launcher because the just this guy just never learns. These fights have a lot of diagonal panels and twists where it does like evoke the feeling of flying, but it also makes it really hard to follow the fights. And eventually Luffy gets the gum gum bazooka off on Wiper as Wiper gets like a burn rocket shot off on Luffy. So both are on the ground pretty hurt when Wiper like all of a sudden gets sucked into some underground ruins and Wiper just gives a sh- an oh well shrug continue on to Kamianaru. Just oh well. <laughs> In my notes, I have now started uh, writing Wiper's name instead of W-Y-P-E-R as W-H-Y or Y per. Why for why are you doing that? Look, why there's probably a you reason why yeah, there's probably a reason why like the retaliation force, uh the Shindorians like trying to fight back and being rebels hasn't really worked out for him in the last like several years that uh Kamiinaru has been in charge. Last six years, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's probably because Wiper's kind of not great. Not a great leader. He just wants to punch things, he's angry. And he doesn't listen to people. This whole B plot of the Shandians is just why. Like, it's I feel like it's there to try and give some like serious weight to the Skypea conflict, but they just end up being annoying. <laughs> um we'll we'll get into it once we hit further into One Piece. Um, but I will say that like what Oda is trying something and it's just not executing it well. But we'll see it executed well later on, like several arcs down the road. Um, But yeah, it does kind of come off as like, why? It feels disconnected more than a part of the arc. It feels like, oh, okay, we're going to take a pause from the, okay, cool. Yeah, like thematically, I'm sure, thematically, some of these same core themes of fighting authority, like, I'm sure get repeated later. But once we get a little bit further into this reading... Um, I'll go back and talk about my thoughts on like why the Shandians in here feel unnecessary. But anyway, Robin finds a memorial, uh, finds a memorial stone to the city, confirming its name is Shandora. We get a bit of odd lore where it was destroyed 800 years ago, which fits into a hundred year gap in the history of the world. So mm. there's some like that's some lore drop right mm. there. Yeah. Like what happened in the vo- like because the void century was 800 years ago. Or ended 800 years ago. Oh, it's called the Void Century? Uh, spoilers! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we know about, like, the the century, right? Or is that the future? We've t- it, it's been talked about in the, sh- in, in the series, yes? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not spoiling it, am I? No, oh, this no. is the first time we've heard about the 100-year gap. Oh, yeah, so there's a 100-year gap. Uh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we'll call it the Void Century. <laughs> For now, uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> Can we, could we call it the Zoid's chaotic century? <laughs> it's Zoid's new century. Let's go. Universal century. God damn it. Let's move on to the cool goat boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, as as she likes is talking about it, uh, Yama starts heading towards her. So that's going to be a thing. So back on the merry go, Hotori and Kotori, Satori's triplets, show up for revenge <laughs> And and they look like mini Satori's. So 
Ganfor and Nami will protect Sanji and Usopp against these nobodies. They got it. This, this is this is to give Ganfor and Nami something to do. <laughs> it, it, hey, look, everyone needs a fight. And uh, we're about to get a choppers fight. I know, which I'm so happy we got a chopper fight. <laughs> so meanwhile, Gidatsu, the swamp challenge vassal, Mr. Poser uh, with the Aku hair, finds Chopper trying to sneak away from the carnage. But because he's honestly posing where he's looking up, uh, Chopper is too low to the ground for Gidatsu to really see. So he's like not ever really like actually seeing Chopper. He just knows he's there because, again, he's got like the mantra. Yeah, which is super funny because he's like, he must he must have the power to make himself invisible. <laughs> and it's like, no, Chopper just small. He's a small boy. <laughs> he's a small. Anyway, his challenge is there are swamp clouds that you get stuck in. Survival rate, 50%. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's not very intimidating. We had like one that was like, what? 20 we had, like, a and then like three. And three, yeah. <laughs> and now 50. So anyway, he, uh, he's, uh, except that Gidatsu is the one in the swamp cloud sinking. But haha, with my milky dial, I can create clouds to help me get out. A lone raccoon is no match for me. <laughs> He's got one of the goat men with an axe style as a subordinate, and he hits him. Gadatsu hits him instead of Chopper, and Chopper actually rescues him with the buff form. Yeah, he, he's like, oh no, he's not breathing. Turns to the buff form, starts hitting his chest. Breathe. Like, yeah, he's like <laughs> giving like so. CPR. So uh Gadatsu channels his inner Mossinger and goes, a jet to punch. Where he's got like a jet dial on his elbow too. And, and he once again just takes out his subordinate. <laughs> uh, so Chopper takes a rumble ball. And it's a return to the rumble ball. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. He starts shifting forms so he can use the agile forms uh, to dodge the clouds. And his guard form to block. And because Gadatsu is packed. Like he packs a mean punch. Ha ha. But like if Chopper gets the guard off, the guard point off, then, you know, he... He's fine. He just has to dodge around all the swamp clouds that are being created. So he brainform scopes to see if the weaknesses are the legs, uh, because part of it is that Gadatsu is also able to fly around like 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 half the people in this uh, reading. He has jet boots because like everyone has jet boots, I guess. You got to have jet boots. You're on the sky. If you fall, you're going to you're not just falling into like the sea ocean. You're going to fall through the sea ocean and hit the blue ocean. Probably don't want to do that. To be fair, if you fell and hit the white ocean, you'd die already on impact. So, you know, it's the fact that your cloud body... stuff, it's probably softer. Oh, no. I mean, we saw it's, it's similar because uh, it works the same yeah. as ocean water. Yeah, we, we, we got the thing. It's like, ah, oh, it is like water. It has a uh, sea prism dust in it or some shit. Yeah. But anyway, trying to use brain form like leaves him open. So even with a last minute guard point, he takes a lot of damage from a punch. So he's like on the ground. He's down low and he's crawling because remember, Gadatsu can't see low. And he's crawling like he's been weakened. And Chopper takes Gadatsu's shoe, stole his shoe. <laughs> so Chopper swaps to jump mode to jump up high. And Gadatsu's like, oh, can't get away from me. And he tries to use his styles to jump. But with one shoe, he goes wild. <laughs> so funny. He just starts spinning out of control. Yeah. But Gadatsu's not, he's not dumb. Well, he is, but he's not bad. <laughs> he He's able to actually recorrect his trajectory with a jet punch uh, to hit Chopper. 
but because he was distracted and, quote, let his mantra down, it barely hurts Chopper, which is interesting because mantra was supposed to be observation. So is it offensive? Is it uh, uh, just observation? Who knows? Who knows? We'll come back to it later. But yeah, so Buff Chopper like poofs up his arm to take the hit. So Chopper is mixing in like forms together. Then he beefs both of them up to smack uh, Kidatsu down in like a nice spread. And what's really funny is that uh, I think the way he comes down with his hooves is similar to the way that uh, Gidatsu like always does his. Oh, no, no, it no, he he's doing like a double palm strike. OK, yeah, yeah, because it's cloven cross. Yeah, and his cloves look like a cross. Yeah, but it's like Gidatsu's always has like his wrists over each other, making an X. Uh, yeah. But in, so it's still like an X and an X. It, it kind of it's it's symmetric enough. Anyway, our last panel is Chopper cry is should be Chopper crying and falling. It's so cute. It's so funny. And that's where we uh, that's where we end this reading is actually getting a Chopper fight, a, a solo Chopper fight that even though it's with like a joke, bad guy is still like fun. Yeah, it's very good. It highlights Chopper so well. Yeah, because. He's a little crybaby, but boy, can he hold his own. Like, if you told me that a reading had a Zolo fight, a Luffy fight, and a Chopper fight, and you asked me to guess which one would be the best one, I would I would definitely say the Chopper fight, because of course <laughs> it is. But, I mean, I'm sure some, if, you asked, if you asked a random person which they expect would be the best, they wouldn't say the Chopper fight. <laughs> they, would, they would be wrong, <laughs> is, is what they would say. Yeah. But also, importantly... It's also with the person who's a member of the actual bad guy faction. Yeah, like it's one of the the Inaru's top men. Yeah. And Chopper's like, I got this. I got this. Beats him up. (laughs) So the Shandians, I think if instead we'd given Inaru like two tiers of vassals to have some mid bosses, it would have been they could have fulfilled the same role as the gorillas and given the crew like things to beat up on that aren't like tough fights and made it made also the regime look a bit better because like we had a whole thing with the white berets and shit and we just totally forgot about them yeah i mean they were just remember they were um theatrical police they weren't like real police they were just theatrics uh security theater if you will like, what did they actually do? The thea, the thea, the theocratic theatrics. Say that, say that three times fast. You know, I'll say it, and then I could just repeat it three times in post. <laughs> Damn it! But I won't. <laughs> um, Got me. Yeah, no. So that that's the end of our reading. God, Skypea good. So the main thing is that Skypea, when the when the main villains show up. They're good and fun and like a joy to watch. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing anything else, (laughs) it's so much of a slog. And you're just like, why are we doing this? Why per we doing this? Why per? (laughs) Why per no wiping? You know, it's funny because like last episode, I was like, oh, they're going to be a problem. It's like, yeah, no, I didn't realize how much of a problem for just like, the plot and progression they would be 
because seriously, this arc would be over next reading if they didn't exist. <laughs> but if they didn't exist, it wouldn't make the world feel feel full, right? Like this is a conflict that Luffy and the crew are just jumping in, right? They're just going to get treasure, right? They're not helping anybody on the Sky Islands outside of just like just happening to to be helping, right? They're just like, oh yeah, we'll kick in her ass for you because we we made friends on the beach. But like outside that, like that wasn't their goal. They could have just if if Inaru wasn't being a dick, they probably would have just got the gold and fucking left. Right. Not even helping them, but right, we're, they're helping some, you know, but by chance, not through the goodness of their hearts. They're just like, oh, fuck, they stole our friends. Let's let's go kick their ass, I guess. Beep boop. But they've beaten just as many Shandians as vassals. Yeah, because the Shandians are in their way. Like they're not there to help yeah. the sh- Shandians. They're just they're there to get their friends. They got them, and now they're here there to get gold. <laughs> yeah, I guess what's annoying is that it's the, it's always the Shandians picking the fights with the straw hats when it just makes no sense, even for the non-wiper Shandians. Yeah, and the the dial explanation again feels like too little, too late. <laughs> it feel it really feels like. Like it was kind of tacked on. Yeah, it, it's like, <laughs> oh, we forgot to really go into detail with this when we did all of our dial shit back uh, at Angel Island. We forgot to go over, you know, the double sided use of, of dials. And we just kind of made a bunch of cool things that it's cool if these are mysteries for now. But when we already had the dials, it's like, if if it's common use, why pretend like it's a secret? Yeah, it, it's almost as if Oda had an idea, but didn't like have it solidified until like these chapters. It it kind of feels like that. Well, it I I can see it that always being the plan as well, and just again not executed the best. Yeah, like uh, Oda has a lot of ideas. Um, yeah, and like how Oda tries to introduce the ideas are. It's either seamlessly blended in or and it's unfortunately more often than not a big exposition dump where you're like, I feel like you could have done this better, Oda. Like this feels like like you said, like a little late for this, but like it gives context for what's happening now. So I guess it's fine, Uh, but like it would have been cool to have this feel more organic, Um, but it does have issues and its issues is uh, a mix. Not I don't want to say pacing because I think it's pacing is fine. I mean, I would actually 100% say it's pacing is all over the place. It's it's pacing is all over the place. And that's the problem is we we keep going between these long exposition dumps that go on for like a chapter. Yeah, but they go on for longer than they need to about a lot of things that aren't really that important in that, like the 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 amount of time to how important they are, because like my big example is Varse. Vars could have been handled in like two pages much <laughs> earlier. We didn't need to string out this mystery keyword over like three re- three episodes of Sailing All Blue. <laughs> we didn't need to string it out over it until we finally got like a half chapter exposition dump of it. <laughs> Unnecessary. And it boils down to soil is important in the sky. No shit. <laughs> soil important? <laughs> No, yeah. no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> it's yeah. Skypea has some issues, but 
I adore it nonetheless. It had it's I think it's good moments definitely outshine it's bad, but it's bad. They're there and they're you can't forget them, but you can at least I can forgive them. I just can't forget. Because they they won't let you. <laughs> no, they they stop everything to make sure you you know what's happening. <laughs> and that's what's frustrating is that we've had is that you're coming off of some really good one piece. You're coming off of Alabasta. You're coming off of I mean, honestly, you're like the end of Jaya was pretty hype. Yeah. Like you're coming off of like the shit that Jaya is setting up. Yeah. And now we're in an arc which has some good fucking moments, some good characters. Like there's not like a bad character. We're just hitting a lot of exposition, which doesn't matter until later. Like the stuff with the dials, mystery tools we'll use later. Ganfer and the Shandians could be could be cut. I, I wouldn't feel bad. But it's it's also, I think, part of the reason why early Skypea was kind of meh was we don't have our villains and the villains are really good. The villains are really good. Look at a, a previous One Piece. The villains get introduced usually pretty early. Yeah, like we get hints at, right? We got Ar- Arlong's name got dropped before we ever saw Arlong on page. And we got their reveal in 69. Yeah, we see Arlong at the beginning of the island. Yeah, we see him at the beginning of the island, but we got we got a hint of Arlong before then. Yeah, uh, which granted only a handful of chapters, but like still we got that beforehand because we got like Nami going, oh, no. And that's, you know, what led her to to leave Darren Barati. Enel, we don't fucking hear Enel's goddamn name or, or Inaru. Sorry, we don't hear Inaru's name until like what a good quarter into Skypea. Because we just hear like Kami and we're like, OK, what does that mean? Who cares? But we don't get the C or hear. We we only just now see the Kami. Literally the, the this reading. That's halfway into Skypea. Uh, yeah, this is the first time seeing him like at the at the very beginning when we first show up in Skypea. We we get the that the upper yard is the domain of the Kami Eteru. Like that's we we get his name dropped fairly early, but we don't see him. We don't. That's like ten chapters into like once we're in Skypea. That was like two episodes in when we got that name. Right. Well, I'm I'm counting for Skypea when we actually go up the knockup stream. The second knockup. Like I'm talking about. Like we didn't get Kami Eteru's name until they were on Angel Beach. Right. Right. Um. We only spent like two chapters on the White Sea. So like, you know, like three chapters into being in what we'd call like the Skypea arc of the Skypea saga. Uh, we we, we get finally Kami get and that's too long. That's too long. No, we I don't think that's in, too long. We should have gotten an Inaru's name. Uh, Imi, no, I don't even know how you would have gotten Inaru's name, right? Because they're on a whole separate plane. See, like it makes sense. But it's then it's but it's 20 chapters after th- it's 20 chapters after that. That we see Enaru. Yeah. At least his fucking show up is so cool doing yeah. like tumble rolls and stuff, landing casually. Hi-ya. Hi-ya. Like fucking sick. Yeah, it's it's 20 chapters between his name drop and him showing up. And to me, that's that was the problem. It it's that it's like 10 chapters between us seeing like the upper yard and being like, what's this? And finally getting to deal with Satori, who's fun. Yeah, it's the vassals, the vassals so far, like three out of four of the vassals have been fun. And I'm sure Ohm is going to be fine. Yeah, Ohm, Ohm will be fine. Ohm will be fine. You Enru clearly has personality too. like we have a villain group. 
with so much personality and for whatever reason we don't want to let them shine we instead have this group that's all super emo and super serial who are just picking fights with <laughs> no. everyone and their their whole thing is that they're mid-tier their whole thing is that they aren't strong enough to take on the actual villain group yeah they they have no they have no they just run in it's so <laughs> i don't understand why per why per why why you know plan but no yeah it's unfortunate that we don't get Inaru till you know our our current reading which granted we get to see Inaru like flash onto the straw hatch ship just like appear uh do something to knock him out right like start frying yeah. him with just a touch because like we don't know what Inaru does right like are they using dials we don't know yet yeah that's saying is he using is he using super dials is he using a devil fruit is this the evolution of mantra we don't know which i think is really good but uh, unfortunately the execution on like dials and like wanting to keep them like oh hey these are a tool people can use as weapons like we should have gotten that kind of earlier on yeah it's kind of hard when like the first bit of of skypea is more or less like slice of life chill vibes until like we we get the the white hat dudes come in and the big like th- uh beam that uh kami and l shoots honestly we should have split a watermelon on the beach with an impact dial you uh, see tell God, me that, that shouldn't have happened no 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 not the not the impact dial the one that cuts well the, the whole thing is the axe dial is restricted to kami and Aru's forces though that's the whole Damn that it. was the whole thing though that was how they took over true but true. uh conus's dad could have done it i believe yeah, yeah. in him or cracked He's a like, coconut or something yeah yeah like, like he, cracked a, a, a coconut a tree nut or something there were there were nuts they they already they had sky nuts so yeah sky nuts he could crack us he would crack a sky nut or a sky watermelon man well speaking of cracking uh <laughs> watermelons <laughs> are you ready for our next chapters are you ready to crack I... into these these chapters uh, there's the joke i did it <laughs> there we go we got there <laughs> we got there <laughs> we got there all right <laughs> hit me with it i hope i don't reject these chapters <laughs> Now nah, I'm sure these chapters will become a mantra for you. Um, <laughs> our our chapter readings uh, are going to be much better than my joke telling, which is going to be chapters 263 to 270. So 263 to 270. Oh, we love you, listeners. Thank you. <laughs> uh, remember, you can always tell us how really good and funny I am on Twitter. You could you could please don't i don't need this encouragement <laughs> we could we could also have you know we could have also had skypea without the shandians at all but you know we could have we could have i think you'll be like oh the shandians had a role and it's important why it's the it, you know the biggest issue with them is that i don't think oda knew how to implement them early on properly yeah but they're important they're a key they 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 serve a role for the unfortunately for the greater narrative of one piece for skypea it's a fairly important role right it's it's a thing that set off like where we are now right like why inaru is here etc etc et yeah. um but i can't wait for you to learn what inaru's fucking dream is it is so good it is so funny it is amazing <laughs> 
I I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try to to cut down on the Shandian stuff and talking about the arc until we hit our retrospective then uh, just to have the full picture for right now. The Shandians we're 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 questioning why. Why are they yeah. here? This feels like uh, weirdly separated. Why does it not feel like it's a part of the arc? Um and hopefully we get those answers, right? Hopefully yeah. you will get those answers. Um, hopefully. But I can see hopefully. why people would say that around this point, they drop one piece. Yeah, I can see like, it. This is, this is a struggle. Yeah, there's a reason why, I, like, even before we got in this arc, and that I keep saying pretty much every episode of, of Skypea so far, this arc uh, is either you like it or you don't. And more often than not, you you won't. <laughs> you won't until you've reread the series enough times where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, Skypea is good. And is it because like you've just read it so much that like it has to be good? Or just some Stockholm is syndrome? Is it actually good? <laughs> yeah, is it Stockholm syndrome or is it good in retrospect? The answer is eh, maybe. The Skypea syndrome. <laughs> Anyway, so chapters 263 to 270. Let's fucking go. Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas. <laughs> Man, I can't wait till we go to space. Space! What do you mean go to space?